0: Welcome back to the Triple R podcast where we are going straight to the moon, baby. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Warren and Chris. Uh first let me introduce Warren. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well,
1: Justin. Doing well. Um, here it's another wonderful Wednesday. Ready to uh get into whatever we're gonna get into
0: here today. Right. Yeah, that you know, more will be revealed about that shortly. Um but well, let me kick to Chris too. Chris, how you doing today, sir?
2: I'm doing just fantastic.
0: Okay, cool. So, do you want to elaborate on that, or <laughs> I don't know, fantastic.
2: I mean, had a Had a great day with the family, and now I'm just, I'm here with you guys. I don't know. Has had a good day.
0: As we me. record,
2: oh, as we record this, Chris is on a a
1: very big high because his Buffalo Bills have made it to the. NFC Championship
2: game. AFC, the AFC
0: Championship game. I should know that because I love sports. <laughs> yeah, did they go to the NFC Championship game? Because that would be impressive. They, they that, would been, that
1: would have been <laughs> great. Conferences, amazingly, after all of these years.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a crazy day watching that game. Oh my god, we were on prime time. I didn't realize we were on prime time.
1: What I time thought, did they get started?
2: I thought we were playing at 1 again. Or I thought we had the early game again. So I got like all ready to watch the game and then go to turn it on. It's like, "Well, these aren't the Bills." <laughs> I had to look and see, "Oh shoot, they're on at 8." I didn't I just like didn't pay attention to the time. I thought they were playing cuz they never play primetime. The Bills never play primetime.
1: Yeah, the Saturday, the Saturday games even during the regular season um, they're rarely at one o'clock. They usually do four and eight or something
2: like that. Oh, well, they still so won. You it's got
0: great. You got yourself all hyped up and then you had to like scale it back for like three to four hours.
2: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Did pre- you drink in the meantime?
2: No, no, okay. I didn't. start. I didn't start drinking until the pre the the pregame of Bill's. Bill's Ravens. Amazing. Did a couple shots. What? Drank a all day IPA. <laughs> Sh-
0: shots were involved too. Amazing. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Did you <laughs> have ready. you talked to have you talked to Austin yet?
2: I have not. I have not talked <laughs> to Austin. No, yet. You got to reach out to Austin. I'm afraid to talk to Austin. He might punch me. <laughs> yeah, He's a I agree real uh, diehard Ravens fan, and he loves Justin Tucker. And Tucker missed two kicks, so I don't want to. <laughs> Did anybody
1: do a wellness check on Austin after the game
2: was over? Uh, I talked to Cody. I think he's fine. He would have told me if Austin was losing his shit. Got it. (laughs) But Cody didn't care because the the Ravens took out the Titans. So, you know, Cody is just he felt Austin got his comeuppance.
0: Wow. Okay. So, uh, you know, tune in next week for our football podcast, but this is a wrestling <laughs> podcast. So, we're going to we're going to pivot just a bit. Uh, so we we came across an interesting revelation before we started recording today, and that revelation is we're we're quickly approaching the end of the first Triplar podcast season, and we took an inventory as to who is in line to be the Triple R podcast champion of the first season, and shockingly enough, it is a three-way tie right now. Isn't that right, Warren? That is right. Okay, fantastic analysis. So, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> yeah, amazingly, uh, <laughs> amazingly, we
1: all have won three pay per views. Chris started you out know, hot.
0: On Chris, this. Chris started it's off hot. hot. Uh, Three Warren out of the first four. Oh. And, uh, you know, I uh, finally, I've gotten my come ins because in, in my opinion, I should be 9-0 at this point. It shouldn't even be a, a speed.
1: <laughs> so you should have won even the shows that you hosted is what you're saying.
0: I was close, honestly, on a couple of them, especially the SummerSlam episode of awarding myself the, the prize. But, you know... It, There's rules for a reason. We have to follow them. Yeah. I get it. There we go. So, what we're going to do is. Warren, did you have something to say?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, do you uh, plan on breaking out of this slump anytime soon? Because you haven't won a show since uh, SummerSlam 87, which is now uh, five episodes ago, five show uh, pay per view episodes.
2: Well, you know, one can only hope. Um I'm gonna do my darndest. Uh I mean I don't think I can do anything different than I'm already doing. I'm taking my notes, mm-hmm. watching the shows. I I I call it how I see it, you know. Just call me Nick Kirkpatrick. Is that his name? Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick. Who's Kirkpatrick? That's NSYNC. Sync.
1: No, there's Dre Kirkpatrick. He used to be a cornerback for the Bengals.
2: No, that's not it. I don't think I'm thinking of Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. Who's Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC? He's one of the guys from NSYNC. I don't think I know him. Justin this Timberlake is why in a slump right now. Justin Timberlake, Zach, exactly Kirkpatrick, uh, J.C. Chazé, and Joey Fatone. Jody, isn't it Fatone? Fatone, that's what I said. Joey Fatone. Now let's some googling this thing on.
0: All right. So while you're Googling members of NSYNC, uh, I'll explain <laughs> kind of what's on the line here is we have three episodes left in this particular season. Each one of us is going to host one more episode. Uh, if we come to a four or three way tie at four piece, then I don't know what we're going to do. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, at the end of this particular season, we got a big surprise for our listeners out there and we're going to do something a little a little off the wall. So I hope you guys stick around and uh take care of that and you know continue to listen. We definitely appreciate it. So, um I don't have anything planned for this episode. I know it's my it's my turn to host. I'm supposed to write an outline, I'm supposed to have talking points. I have, I have none of that. Just didn't do it. Yeah, just decided, you know, um, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to, you know,
1: <laughs> wing it. Well, so, let's, well, let's be honest, you know, between day jobs, you've worked probably uh, three weeks of work in the last seven days.
0: Yeah, my uh, my job uh, never stops. I wish we would close sometimes, but we don't. So, you know, there's that. Um, so what I'm what I'm going to do. This week is I'm going to take all the responsibility off myself and I'm going to put it firmly on you guys. So, Chris, uh, what would you like to talk about this week?
2: What would I like to talk about this week?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, anything wrestling related, you know, just just throw something out there.
2: Oh, my goodness. Do I have anything that I want to talk about this week? I don't know if I really have. Actually, um... I don't know. I don't know if I have anything right now. I got to think. Of, you put me on the spot. I really don't have anything right now. At the second,
0: you know, I completely agree. Sonya Deville is underutilized. Uh, on <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, there you go. Let's talk about that.
0: No, no, no. Uh, well, if you got nothing, let me uh, let let's see what Warren's got to say. I'm sure he's got some. He's got something brewing in that big old head of his.
1: <laughs> oh it's a massive dome actually. Um so I I admittedly cuz I know you asked me and uh before we hit record on this, this episode about if I had watched uh the Impact pay-per-view that was this weekend, uh Hard to Kill. Uh did I watch it? No. Uh do I know the results for the most part? Did you get to catch any of it Bilge? Um I watched
0: the highlights I'd be lying if I told you that I, you know, watched the whole thing front to back. Um, I did hear that it was the highest rated impact pay-per-view of all time, which really? I think is interesting. Yeah. Between so like, I, you know, obviously the, the pay-per-view buys and the, the streams and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. I do like I do really like what they're doing, even though I'm not always able to, um, watch the product on a regular basis. Um, But everything over there, the only I think the only the one of the main things that I couldn't buy in, and me and my my other my circle friends were kind of talking about this. Um, Right now, the impact heavyweight champion is one uh young homie Rich Swan um and as much as I like Rich Swan and think he's a great worker and is uh capable enough to have a title around his waist him being the number one guy in your company I don't think he's there yet. Um, and i don't know if he's ever gonna get there honestly um it's just hard for me to, to see him as a as a world champion above so many other guys in tna right now who are more i don't know not believable but my my world champion in Impact Wrestling is Moose. I love everything that he does. When he had the old uh, Impact title, where he was the not recognized Impact champion, it was it was in our chat hashtag. Moose is my champion in Impact. Um, just mm-hmm. like everything that 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 guy's that guy's doing right now. Um. So I don't know if you have an opinion on on Rich Young Homie Rich Swan there, Pilch, as far as him being the impact uh, world champion at this time.
0: Uh, I like Rich Swan. I think he's I think he's a good champion. Um, I thought the person that actually looked the best in this, uh, you know, for those of you at home that don't know, it was Rich Swan. Uh, one of the guys from the Motor City Machine Guns, uh, Chris, Saban, uh, Chris, Chris right? Sabin, yeah, and, yeah, Chris uh, Saban. Moose versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Is that Chris Saban?
1: Yes, that's Chris Saban.
0: Okay. And I thought Moose came out of this looking the best of the six. Honestly, I know Kenny Omega got the pin on Rich Swan, which is going to set up you know a title match. I'm I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I. I, I have no issues with anything you said. I think um, Moose was by far the best looking in this match. I thought he played his role very well, for, especially for being like a late substitution. Yeah. Um. I, I guess my issue is this, and it's it, it's a small issue, but... Okay. The thing with Impact, which all, everyone always talks about, is that there's... There, their women's division is so great. You know, the impact knockouts are so good and everyone loves the knockouts. Um I thought the Diana Perazzo and Taya Valkyrie match didn't get the time it deserved. Personally, I thought the ending was really rushed. Um I don't know if they're trying to uh, not so much bury but maybe hide the lead with Taya Valkyrie. I think maybe she might be leaving um mm-hmm. but you know, t- Diana Barraza looked great as always, but it just the ending to me was just real weird, and I I don't know that that's my only issue. Is I I liked a lot what impacted here. I mean, they brought back uh, Matt Cardona or uh, Zach Ryder, as most people would know him. Um, yeah, I, he's I think they're putting on a to, great. He's going
1: to be one of those guys that leaves WWE, and like in WWE, he was a. Bigger guy in WWE, but he wasn't
0: like it oh, wasn't like it was definitely over at one point,
1: yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, whether, I'm sorry, whether or not
0: WWE wants to admit it or not, he was over, yeah.
1: No, 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 I'm talking about like actual physical size wise, he was not so much a bigger guy like towards the end, he was when he had the, the small cut t shirt and he was teaming with uh with Mojo. But I think he's going to go other places, Impact. um, I don't know if he'd go back to AEW or whatever the case. He's going to look like a humongous person the same way when Billy Gunn, I saw him go to Japan in New Japan for a short stretch. He was humongous compared to everybody. And in WWE, he was just eh, par for the course.
0: I mean Billy Gunn's still giant now.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think and I think and I think Zach Ryder's going to be uh the same way where his size isn't going to be appreciated until he's around other promotions outside of, right. of WWE.
0: Right. So I know we've talked about some impact here, and uh, you know, I'm gonna throw it back to Chris. Uh Chris, what do you want to talk about?
2: Uh, I just want to throw in also, I remember I was very excited when, I forget which WrestleMania it was, but they had an IC title ladder match and Zack Ryder won it. Like, no one saw that coming. Like, there was no real push for him at that time. He was just like in the ladder match and just... I don't know if he accidentally won it or if it was just like the last. Let's put it on Zach. I don't know. And like then the next night at raw, he lost it to the Miz. And I th-
1: want to say that was um, that was in Orlando.
2: I just remember it was, it was one of the first like daytime stadium ones they did.
1: Yeah. I want to say it was in Orlando.
2: Pretty sure it was in Florida. I know that much. Yeah. But I remember watching, like, the – I remember watching it and thinking, like, holy shit, they gave it to Zach Ryder. I was like, well, about time. He's been in there. He's been, in, you know, grinding it out, you know, doing the job for how many years now? Um, you know, kind of, like, milling around after the the whole Edgeheads thing. And then, you know, he was doing this, the, like, you know, Jersey Shore thing and had his uh, – what was it? That Staten Island title or whatever it was, Long Island title or whatever it was. You it was what, uh, what was it called? What, what did he call it? I can't think of what he called it, but and then I don't know. It's just he was just that guy that was always there, and then they put a they put a strap on him. I was like, okay, here we go. Like they're gonna give Zach Ryder to do that. He, you know, give him his due. Like he's 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 done the work. Like Let's go. And then the next night, it's like, oh, The Miz comes back from doing a movie. All right, you're going to squash Zack Ryder. It's like, whoa, why? Why have this moment? Why give him the title for a day? And then it was like, all right, back to milling around and like doing your thing. And like, you know, they paired him up with Mojo, and that never really amounted to anything because Mojo is awful. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And I don't know. I just felt really bad for him. Like I like Zack Ryder. Um. I don't know. I just think he got a kind of a bad, bad deal in WWE, and they didn't appreciate what he was doing. And I don't know. I don't know. It was just. It was just sad. I just remember that and be like, this. They need. He needs better. So hopefully, he can find it in Impact. But Impact sucks.
1: (laughs) Um. Well, Impact doesn't suck, but oh. yeah, I do hope he can find it there. Um, yeah. So he won the IC title at WrestleMania 32, which was in Dallas. Mm. Um, and the, also the other title that he had that he kind of made on his own was the WWE Internet Championship. When he Internet to- Championship. Uh, there it is. The Z, the Long Island or Z True Long Island or Z True Long Island Story. Uh, YouTube web series that he had that really put him really put him over with the uh, with the with the WWE universe.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: one thing I wanted to go back to on Impact Pilch, there was a match where Ethan Page fought Karate Man. <laughs> Karate and, Man.
0: Yeah, what a, what a name. Yes. Um, and
1: so as I'm looking at the results here, it says uh, the Karate Man Defeated Ethan Page via
0: murder. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, he killed him. He's dead.
1: Oh, well. Rest in peace, Ethan Rest in peace, Ethan Page.
0: I mean, if Randy Orton can light someone on fire. I'm uh, going to an impact. I don't see the problem there.
1: guess you have a point there. Amazing by the murder that's a great so yeah I'm gonna have to try and go out of my way to either dig in the in the uh, world of YouTube to catch some of these matches and part, uh, you know actually watch some of these matches or it's the highlights at least or because uh, I want to see um, I want to see how things shake down especially this murder gotta check
2: that out especially the murder I also saw
1: a clip. Um, I guess the match that Sammy Callahan had with he had a match with. Oh, he had a match with Eddie Edwards. It was a barbed wire massacre match. But uh, one of the things that he had, he had a barbed wire wrapped Nintendo sixty four controller.
0: Oh yeah, no, oh, he hit he hit him with it hard too. I don't
1: think, for as much Nintendo 64 as I played back in the day with uh, with No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000 and all those great wrestling games, uh, I don't think you would need to wrap up a Nintendo 64 controller for it to be a weapon because those pointy edges, the pointy edges that you would hold on to would have been enough. You didn't need to go overboard with the... Uh, barbed wire as well uh,
0: yeah i mean uh i've played a lot of video games my day i don't know if i have ever wrapped any controllers in barbed wire to this point you know i'm I'm still young enough i could try it but, yeah you know i've had to wrap
1: wired controllers to take like this sh- to fight with the short that was in the cable but never um never wrapped it with barbed wire either
0: (laughs) i mean you know we're sitting here we're talking about impact you know probably 20 minutes too long at this point i don't know you
1: gotta gotta put some respect on
0: impact's name i'm still waiting for a chris lee talking point i hope we get there at some point
2: All right. What about the uh debut of the newest uh talking segment on SmackDown? Ding dong Hello starring Bailey. How was that? That was a good segment, wasn't it?
1: You need to you gotta ask Pilch because anything that involves Bailey, I'm all for it.
2: <laughs> I just think that her and Bianca had a really good back and forth, the whole thing of like you know, you got to use the door. It's like, I'm. you can see me. Like, why do I need to use, just do, to use the door? Ring the door. It's like, you know, it's me. <laughs> do it. Oh, it so good. I love that. It.
1: Like that's almost like a callback to the uh to the APA door when they were playing poker. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, Don't I
2: love it. Don't just walk up. You got to knock. You know, this is yeah. business.
1: I will say, um, I know there were a lot of jokes originally when Bailey cut her hair that she looked kind of like a soccer mom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. But the outfit and the glasses that she had on uh, for Ding Dong Hello, uh, 100% soccer mom. Yeah. (laughs) If there was any doubt, it was like, oh, this is kind of like a soccer mom haircut. The glasses, the blazer. Uh, just, didn't she have like a scarf on or something? She uh, might have. She might have. Yeah. just Whatever questionable, like ah, maybe this is soccer mom. It blew it out the window. Definitely 100% soccer mom. And I'm all for it. Hmm.
0: Um, if we're going to talk about SmackDown, I'm going to talk about my issue with WWE in general. Oh, which boy. Which is... That I was a huge fan of the Adam Pearce winning the gauntlet. I loved it. I was hoping we were going to see a Roman Reigns, Adam Pearce match at Royal Rumble. Like I was, I was all in Adam Pearce posted videos of his old matches. I was like, okay, I I see it. Like he's, he's going to get some good flurries in. And then they did the swerve. They, they did the swerve where, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. And all I could think of, it was like, again, really? Like, why, why do we continually have, if you get a title shot, you get three or four or five or six? Like, can we, There, there's so much talent on the WWE roster. Why do we continually have to like, have these same feuds over and over and over? Like how many times did Rey Mysterio and, Seth Rollins fight each other. 30, 40, 50. It goes back to the street profits and Garza and Andrade. It just like ha- have your build up, have your match and then move on to the next thing. And then if you want to circle back to it 3 to 4 months later, that's fine, but like you w- w- you're burying so much of your talent all the time and it's it, it, it's crazy to me that we had a, a fantastic Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens match. We had another great match the night after on Raw. And now we're going to have to do it again? Where Roman Reigns is going to win again? And it's like, why Why do we keep, like, can't we do something else? Like, is this like the only thing you guys can think of? Is like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, what's Kevin Owens doing? Let's uh, let's call him. Can, he can wrestle Roman Reigns again. Like, people liked it the first two times. They'll like it a third time. And then if they don't like, we'll just do it a fourth time. I don't know. Like, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand why we can't get some sort of. There's so many good wrestlers in WWE, right? Like we, we say this all the time. There's people that don't even get any TV time for weeks on end. I know, I know I've buried Apollo Cruz a million times. I say he's Orlando Jordan. And it, And I think that's misconstrued because it's not that I don't think Apollo Cruz and Orlando Jordan have the same sort of talent. I don't. I think Apollo Cruz is a much more talented wrestler than Orlando Jordan is. It's about Mm -hmm. the the booking is the same. It's you you get someone that's like as talented as Apollo Cruz is. And you give him a, a title shot and you bury him and then we just never hear from him again or when we do he just gets squashed. And I know he's got his little thing with Big E and now he's talking to Roman and blah blah blah. But it's not really that's not my point. My point is is like with all with the depth of the roster that we have in WWE, especially on SmackDown, especially on Raw, especially in WWE in general, like why do we keep rehashing the same thing over and over and over again? Are we going to see Randy Orton versus the Fiend for another six months? Like, can't we just like put a rivalry to bed and then move on to the next thing? Like, why do we have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over? And- what well, I
1: think, the pro- I think the problem might be how many people are in their eyes, in the WWE's eyes, how many people are actually contenders at this time. And that so people that are on the cusp of that everybody wants to have Biggie do a big run. Um I saw a promo on Talking Smack with where uh Paul Heyman was trying to talk up Paulo Cruz and and like you know probably try to light a fire under his behind. Um mm-hmm. So that's kind of showing that they think that he's almost there, but not there yet. But who else are you going to put? And I, some people would say, okay, they want different. And you mentioned how you were interested to see how the Adam Pierce thing was going to play out, and I was too because I'm a, I'm a fan of Adam Pierce. Um, but he's not going to go into that match and actually have a legitimate shot to win. You you want to put together a match where you think or you can put together in your head um a way for that opponent to beat the champion and Adam Pearce wasn't going to do that now you can also make a case saying okay they're going to do Kevin Owens again is Kevin Owens going to be able to beat uh Roman coming up at the at the Royal Rumble probably not um
0: absolutely not
1: but but i think the issue is how many guys are on that level to where they can put together a story and put together a good match. And there's probably guys that will be able to put together a good match, but are there guys that are able to put together a good story to get people to that next pay-per-view that they're going to want to see and that they're going to think, okay, maybe they'll have a shot against Roman Reigns. I don't know if they have that yet. And this is why they'll keep recycling the same guys over and over again. Uh, not saying it's right. Not so, saying it's right, but that's my thinking of how they're interpreting it.
0: But it, here's the, here's the issue with WWE: is you you control the narrative, right? It's in in WWE. Darby Allen would not be considered a championship contender, right? And I think in AEW for a long time he wasn't either but they control the um, narrative and he he's the TNT champion.
1: So I I think there there's a place for Darby Allin in WWE as far as a champion. It just wouldn't be it wouldn't be their second title. Not saying that he's bad and I don't him being this the secondary champion in AEW is great. Um but if WWE got their hands of Darby Allin, he would be pigeonholed to 205 Live or NXT. And NXT isn't a bad spot. And neither is 205 Live. They do really good work over there. Um, but I don't think it would take a lot for them to bring him up and put the IC title on him and even put the US title on him. Um, I don't they do I think they wouldn't look at him like they looked at Jeff Hardy, where they were able to put the strap on him as many times as they did.
0: I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I just don't like. I, I love Kevin Owens. I do, but I just, I have no. At this point, I have no interest in a Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match again because I know how it's going to end. We there, all know how it's going to end.
1: Who, who is really going to beat Roman at this time? I don't know if anybody um, is.
0: I mean, at least like Bill, like you have Daniel Bryan. He hasn't had a shot yet. You have, uh, I don't know, other people, like
1: yeah. I, no, I get I, it. I, I get it. There, there are other people, I, I, but in it go. The questions you have to ask are: Is it, can you see that person legitimately beating Roman, and is that person going to be able to put together a good story with Roman? I think Daniel it, Bryan can do both of those things. I don't know if WWE is going to look at it like that
0: have Shinsuke, Cesaro, I don't know. I mean, it's, to, it, it's a retribution discussion all over again, right? It's like you can't you can't see Apollo Crews as a legitimate title threat now. Not yet. But not yet. if he's booked correctly, he could be, right? Absolutely. And you and can say so you much can talent on that you could book them correctly and make them legitimate title threats, and they just choose not to. That, that's I my think,
1: issue. I think they could get a, a really good title run out of Cesaro because he could go in the ring with anybody. The in ring stuff mm-hmm. with Cesaro is never the question. Um, mm-hmm. the The story stuff, and I I think he can do a good story. Um, give Cesaro
2: a chance. There's a good Cesaro's person. Only problem is he's he's bad on the mic. That's his only problem. I don't think anybody doubts his in ring stuff. Cause I remember back yeah. when it was after was after Tyson Kidd got hurt, they tried to put just have him be by himself, and he went out in the ring, tried to cut a promo, and it was awful. It was terrible. He was I, all over the place.
1: I would be, I'd be
2: hesitant to say that he's
1: bad on the mic, and I can't say that I've listened to a Cesaro promo in quite some time.
2: Right, because he doesn't cut. He doesn't do it. He doesn't cut him.
1: Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think he's bad.
0: Here's the thing. Give me, give me Rey Mysterio versus Roman. Give me something different. Like, uh, you know, I just. It's like, I don't know if I want to watch
2: Roman throw Rey Mysterio around the ring for 20 minutes.
0: For (laughs) sure. I I absolutely do. I I want something that I haven't seen already. I just, I know what's going to happen. And I just, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to watch Roman beat Kevin Owens again. I don't give a, I just don't, I I don't care what kind of like fugazi finish it is. I've (coughs) I've seen it twice already. I don't need to see it a third time. And this Mm. is what WWE does all the time, which drives me insane. It's like, why do we keep doing the same things over and over and over and over? And I know you guys are with me when I talk about the Street Profits and Andrade and Garza. It's like, we did it for eight months, it seemed like. And it's just like, why? We can't, out of the hundreds of people that you employ, this is the only match that you guys can put together? It just doesn't make any sense to me. And that's why, I, like, I, I, I struggle to watch WWE sometimes because I know what, like, I know what's going to happen. It's like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. like this guy lost, and then for the next month, we're going to be force fed the same match over and over again. And then, you know, there'll be a week of of cool, and then we're going to, like, you know, Kevin Owens is going to come back out. He's like, oh, I'm still mad, and it's like what we talked about with Ric Flair again. It's like I'm still mad, and don't you think I forgot about you, Roman Reigns? Because I know you're the champion and I'm, I'm coming after you. And it's like, okay, it doesn't matter because <laughs> you're going to lose. So, you know, it's just like, g- give us give us something else to like root for. And I know I talked about the Street Profits and Andrade and Carzo, but like the Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins thing, that went on for what seemed like a year.
1: It was a number just, of months. Like,
0: it it, like like why it well actually the big the best example of this is jeff hardy and elias like why is this still happening why is this even a thing anymore like why do we every every week it's like oh jeff hardy and elias they have a score to settle it's like no they don't they have no score to settle They, they they've had 15 matches in less than a year like the score is settled it's squashed like just Find something else for either one of them to do besides fighting each other. And I, I just, I, I don't understand why we can't diversify what's going on the roster. There, There's so much talent in NXT. There's so much talent on the main roster that's not used at all. We haven't seen Aleister Black in, I don't know, eight months at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's an exaggeration, but at least three to four months. Like, Long time. Give us something to watch this not the same thing that we've been watching every week at this point. Yeah, I swear to god if there's a if if I watch SmackDown this week and there's a Jeff Hardy Elias match, I'm I'm going to break my television. Like I just I don't want to see it again. It it to me it doesn't make any sense why they're still fighting each other. Like every every time they have a match, they're like, "Oh, this is it. They've they've settled it. Like the, the feud is squashed." And it's like, "Oh, no." Next week, we're doing a symphony of destruction, match, And this time, they're going to really hammer it out. Like, no. They're just going to do it I, again the week after. And we're going to bring wonder, in Jackson Ryder. And like, well, who gives a shit about Jackson Ryder? Like,
1: I wonder if um, the fact that there's not a house show tour anymore um, contribute to the fact of them continuing to do matches over and over and over again. Um, Because for people that may not know, by the time we'll see a match on TV in years past, they would have done this match on the house show tours a zillion times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing goes for NXT. By the time we're seeing stuff on NXT... Or, or on a particular takeover, when we're seeing the the final product and the the great match that they're able to put together, they had wrestled that match, I don't know, a bunch of times to work out, I don't know, work out timing, work out all that stuff. I wonder if the reason why now on TV with this year that we've gone through with COVID, that this is why they are so heavy mm-hmm. You guys are gonna wrestle every week on Monday or every week on Friday for five to six or three to four months or whatever the case is.
0: I wonder if that's gonna be the reason. same person and it's gonna be the same storyline, and people are gonna love it. <laughs> you I mean wonder last week, but this know. week I'm just, it's gonna be. I'm different. trying to
1: put it. I'm trying to put it together and make it make sense, and it's probably hard to make logic out of a situation that is illogical. Um but I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why. Who knows?
0: And in, in uh what happened to Dominic? That's a great question. He just he just doesn't wrestle anymore. He just uh hangs out, wears his you know Gucci stuff and chills out <laughs> on the side. Like
1: the the Mysterio family is a hundred percent Gucci'd out.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, what happened to Dominic? What happened to the Aaliyah Murphy storyline? I mean, no idea. I just... I want to like WWE so bad because I like so many of the performers that are on or that are assigned to that um, company. And I just, I, I can't. I just, it, it, every time I watch it, it drives, it drives me nuts. Because I'm just like, why why do we keep doing this the same thing over and over and over and over? It's like if you watch Raw tonight and you watched it six weeks ago, I bet you two thirds of the matches are the same. And the the third of the matches that aren't the same are just filler BS matches. You know, oh, like we're gonna see we're gonna see Natty fight somebody. Okay. Great. <laughs> we're Gonna see a mid guard women's match. Where Natty will <laughs> beat someone in the sharpshooter. Fantastic. You know, it's just that that's my issue, is I just don't think they know what they're doing. What's
1: hard hard to say that they don't know what they're doing because I think
2: they know what they're doing. They just don't care, Pilch. They, Like they're... they know exactly what's they know yeah. exactly what they're doing.
1: No, yeah, it's it's a care level. It's a We have the track record of doing this for so many years. Um, We're going to do it this way and they're going to eat it up regardless. Um, And the profits and the ratings um, haven't told them otherwise that what they're doing, at least on Mondays and Fridays, is something
0: that uh, they're doing, quote unquote, wrong. Uh, Yeah, but that's only slightly true because Raw is at a record low for ratings right now. Like the lowest they've been since like 92.
1: So I'll, and yeah. I want to see what I'll, I want to see what happens now. I mean, I mean, it's it's been like a month or so since Monday Night
0: Football, um, and then I, I, exactly it, my point. And exactly it's been a month or so since we, Monday Night we, Football, we, and, they just, and they all down just and have record a, a wrestling and podcast, TV. and you haven't watched Monday Night Raw in a month. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. It's like if there's ever three individuals that should sit down and watch a wrestling show, it would be us. Especially you and Chris, who are big WWE fans. And you don't even take the time out of your week where everything is so readily available to watch Monday Night Raw.
2: Well, true. I don't have cable, so <laughs> that's fine. Chris is- Chris doesn't have cable.
1: I usually work Monday nights. Now, I could pull it up on the computer and watch it, but there's no guarantee that even if I pull it up on the computer and watch it at my evening job, that I'll be able to sit in front of the computer for three hours to watch the entire thing. Um, right. I could record it on my DVR, like uh, like you're doing right now, Pilch, but who's to say I'm going to have time to actually watch it? Even even if I am able to fast through the for, fast forward through the fluff and the commercials, I'm I'm still not going to be able to have a chance to sit down and watch it for you know forty five minutes to an hour.
0: Um, I, I understand that, and my point is, if this was twenty years ago. Let, you know, to get in a time machine. And you go back to, well, let's go 25 years, Eh, 23 years. Let's go back to 97. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Raw's War, we're in the height of the Attitude Era. Yep. I, I, so there's no DVR, nothing like that, right?
2: Well, I mean, there's VCR.
0: Right. right. Right, Well, you spoiled my big surprise, but (laughs) I would make it a point... Every morning, every Monday morning to wake up early so I could put the tape into the VCR and record Monday Night Raw. That's how much I cared about. Okay, And at this point in time. We care so little that we can't even be bothered to stream it on our own free time. That's that's what I'm saying.
1: Um, so so just I can I can poke some holes into your theory there. You always
0: try to,
1: but you never actually do. Okay. 97 was a much different era in consumption of entertainment to where there were no other options to see something outside of on your TV or we're trying to record it on your VCR. And if you missed it, You'd either try to catch some super late night replay, or you'd have to talk to your friends who did watch it and say, Hey, what happened? And yeah, but yes, people would make more of a point to go it more appointment television to where I gotta make sure I'm sitting in front of my TV at eight o'clock to watch Fresh Prince, or I gotta sit in front of my TV in front of my TV at nine o'clock to make sure I'm watching Monday Night Raw. Or same thing with Monday Nitro or whatever the case. And you're flipping back and forth between two and three different things because you can't watch Raw, Nitro, and Monday Night Football at the same time. In 2021, you're going to be able to see clips of stuff on YouTube, clips of stuff on social media. Some people will watch the abbreviated version on Hulu to where – You're not not everybody's going to be able to sit in front of the TV when it's live to watch it. And not everybody's going to be able to sit in front of their TV on a DVR to watch it. You can go watch the clips on YouTube and get a very good idea of what has happened on Monday Night Raw without sitting there for three hours.
0: Yeah, I guess my point is, and I agree with what you're saying, I I think my point is more so like it was. Must see television. Like, yeah. yes, you you could theoretically record it and watch the next day, but for me personally, it was all about like I w- I want to make sure I catch this as soon as it comes out because I cannot wait to see what happens. Of course, right.
1: And if if people people nowadays, if they want to watch something, they will find a way, even if it's not live in front of the TV when it comes on. If you really want to know what. If you really want to know what's going to happen, what's going to what's going to be on the show, they're going to make a point, however they want to do it, to watch it, whether it's in front of a computer live, whether it's on the computer, on a social media or YouTube or whatever the case.
0: Correct. And for me personally, with Raw, I'll watch, you know, five, 10 minutes. I, I will literally record it fast through. Fast forward through 95% of it. And if I miss a recording of it, then, you know, well, I missed it. And I'll watch, you know, Simon Miller on What Culture doing the Ups and Downs. And, and there's another way to watch it.
1: So that's why I can't, I don't put too much stock into Raw having the lowest ratings it's ever had because. That's the lowest number of people that have actually been sitting in front of a TV to watch it live. Or I'm sure at, now, at this point now in 2021, and I'm no expert on television ratings, but I think there's a way for them to count DVR into their ratings now. I think, at least from what I've heard from, from uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, and he's much more of an expert about TV and uh, ins and outs of that, uh, the rating system or whatever, than I am.
0: Um, right, and I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, my, my point is, is that it's, not, it's no longer must-see TV. It's maybe I can catch up to it. If I don't, meh. I'll watch like a YouTube video of it. And if I don't watch the YouTube video of it, then, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, what did I really miss? That That's my point, mm-hmm. is that it, they're just not... They're not doing anything that like I think if you if you had plans on a Monday night, like let's say you and your wife wanted to go out and get dinner and you came home and all of a sudden it's Friday. You're like, oh, I wonder what happened on Monday Night Raw. It's not something you would actively go back and like make sure that you knew exactly what happened. Like, eh, you know, I'll watch it next week. I'll, I'll, it'll fill in the blanks where back in the Monday Night Wars days where, you know, Nitro and Raw were huge. That that was must see television, like you you had to know what happened. Every week was like mind blowing, and if you, if you waited till Wednesday, you'd be like, "Oh man, I'm I'm behind. I I don't know, you know did did the WCW championship change hands for the umpteenth time that month? Like, I have no idea." Whereas now they it, it just it it's inconsequential, and I think that that's my entire point is like. If you missed it, who cares? Because whatever happened isn't that big of a deal anyway. I think, so. you know, Alexa Bliss shooting a Roman candle at Randy Orton is the big payoff from last last week's Monday Night Raw. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I, I sat through three hours of television to watch Triple H grab a sledgehammer it lights on fire, him gets scared, and then Alexa Bliss comes out and shoots a Rowan candle at Randy Orton. And the entire time, I was excited. I was like, okay, we're going to get some huge payoff here. Like, we're going to know like what's going on the next few weeks. And that was it. And I was like, I've shot Rowan candles at Chris before, what was the a deal. <laughs> yeah, true. You know I mean I that, that that's that's my point is it's just not it, it's no longer must-see television and Lauren you and I have talked off air about this many times is that I love aew like I, I I make it a point to watch it every Wednesday and I do the same with NXT I make it a point to watch NXT every week because I I want I want to be involved I want to know what's going on and Smackdown if I miss it I mean, you don't even really need to watch them anymore. You can you can skip Raw and SmackDown completely, which is what the two of you do mostly. And you can just watch pay per views and feel like you know exactly what's going on. And I think that's 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 the big issue at hand here. Is like you, throughout an entire month, you have twelve hours of television that people don't think they really need to watch. That's a problem. I I,
1: I don't know if it's people don't. Think they need to watch I think there's just so many Ways to still Get the information Without sitting in front of your TV for three hours So yes I the way I've Watched wrestling mostly Is bits and pieces of Raw and then go out of my way to watch the Pay-per-views or And the bits and pieces are usually Clips I see on social media or go To YouTube um, so
0: we, we we haven't heard from Chris in a while, and I want to make sure he's well represented here is that Chris, when was the last time you watched an episode of Monday Night Raw?
2: Um, the last time I watched an episode of Monday Night Raw was back when we had cable. So we were using your YouTube TV for a while. So that was like last time. So whenever you canceled, whenever that canceled, that was the last time I watched so Monday Night Raw.
0: We're going on like a year, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you I wouldn't missed?
2: All, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say I watched all of Raw. I would like catch the last hour of Raw. It's three hours long. Like you know, I don't really need to see stuff up top. I just I would watch the last hour of Raw. And if anything important happened before that, they always went back to it and talked about it. So I pretty much right. watched the whole thing.
0: <laughs> so you you legitimately only watched pay-per-views at this point. Right. And do you feel like you don't know what's going on?
2: No, I, I feel like I get the gist of it. The only thing I feel bad about is I don't really know what's going on in NXT. But even that, I still try to watch the takeovers and i feel like i know what's going on there i know raquel gonzalez is getting a big push i know um i know who all the title holders are i know i think i you know i pretty much know what's going on um 205 live i don't really pay attention to uh and i don't pay i don't watch any nxt uk
0: I guess that's my point is it's this is we we have someone that like is legitimately on a wrestling podcast we talk about wrestling all the time we talk about you know once a week at least we talk about what's going on in you know current wrestling right and we have a a host here that doesn't even bother to watch it week to week no offense Chris
2: None taken.
0: And but again, I feel like, I still, like
2: know, I still know everything that's going on. going on.
1: Right. But no knows, knows what's going on, is able to contribute to the conversation. um, And you no, know, he's not sitting in front of his TV to watch Raw or SmackDown Weekly, but I'm sure you're still able to consume clips of what's oh, yeah. going on.
2: Yeah. I mean, I it's follow. Not like
1: it's not like he's sitting there uh, uh, every night and. I don't know, knee deep in love Island or something like that. And it has 90 day
2: fiance, but no,
0: Um, but uh,
2: but I'm like, I mean, all my, I follow on, on Instagram. I follow every single, you know, WWE, different wrestlers, different, just wrestling pages, AEW. I follow all of that. Like, so I'm constantly watching wrestling clips and stuff that happened on you know shows. That's how I know what's going on. It's because I'm just looking at stuff like that on YouTube. If I see something like you know an interesting clip from a match, or like oh, I would actually watch this match. I'll watch it. Like I watched the uh, Billy Kay coming down with the uh, with the Riot Squad. Which uh, I'm telling you, Billy Kay, <laughs> she is my favorite. I love Billy Kay. She's Incred- out- she incredibly entertaining. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> He is so good. Oh man! Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm constantly watching wrestling clips. I'm just like not sitting and watching a whole show. I guess does that make me a bad fan? Maybe. No, it doesn't make you a bad no, fan. Really
0: no, all.
1: It's a typical fan so. in 2021. I think it's rarer now for someone to have the time to sit there and watch. Raw every week, all three hours, live as it happens.
2: Yeah. I think. I mean, the, what, the, what time does yeah. Raw start? Raw comes on at eight? Yes. Okay. So I can't even use that excuse. I was going to say, I mean, my TV is occupied by Teletubbies all day because of, you know, my daughter, but, you know, she's in bed by then. So.
0: See, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I disagree, though. I, respectfully, of course. I just. I think if if the, it was three hours worth of programming that like really meant something, that you would take the time to watch it. It doesn't have to all be in one sitting. It doesn't have to all be at the same time. But I think if you know Tuesday morning ro- rolled around and Chris was like super excited, like oh man, I wonder what happened on Monday Night Raw last night. He would watch in hour blocks. I, at, at some point throughout throughout a day. I I think this at least
1: for the three people that are sitting here talking. I think this is where the the difference is. Pilch, you have really no one to answer to in your in your home. Sure. I also work Chris. The most. And you but yes, you do also work the most. I'm I'm a very close second, but you do work the most. Chris has other obligations inside of his home with my sister-in-law and my niece. I have other obligations inside of my home with my wife and two kids. So, yes, as much as I as me and Chris would would love to be able to sit down and watch Raw on TV or make a point to actually watch it like DVR'd it's not realistic for at least the two of us Mm -hmm. to sit there and have time to sit, block out everything else around us and focus on that. So the way we consume it is, is through the clips of two to five minutes uh, here and there. And we're able to still piece everything together. I think there are more people like that in the world now than there are the people that are sitting Sitting and have that time to sit there and watch it on TV, which would explain why the ratings are lower than ever before.
0: That's fair, and I, I respect that argument. However, I want to—I'm going to throw it back a little bit. Is put yourself in my shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So I—I I, I am not married. Mm-hmm. I work. And just an egregious amount. And I have in my in my downtime, I can watch whatever I want. Well, you know, I you know, I don't have to answer anybody. And that's a great point is I know you guys have kids, you have wives. I I get it. But I I choose not to watch these shows because I want to watch something else. Absolutely. And then. and that's totally if, you were, if you were me, do you honestly think that if you had, like, let's say, for instance, I, I woke up at five o'clock this morning, went to work at six thirty, got off at wh- when did I text you? So uh,
1: seven. Yeah, you left at about seven, maybe seven
0: fifteen. Okay, so twelve hour day, right? Which is normal for me. I get home. If we were recording this podcast. I would not be watching Three Hours of Monday Night Raw. I just wouldn't. And I, I so I think th- the the average wrestling fan would not either. So I can you know, only I if I'm
1: looking back to the, the time and era before wife and kids and before I worked in absorbing them or absorbing well, a ton. Let's just go with that because that other word is a little too hard right now. Back in the time where I didn't work as many hours as I currently work. Was I going out of my way to make sure I watched Monday Night Raw when I had cable every single week? Yes. But that was a different time and era Then it was. This is probably... Late two thousands, before two thousand ten, is around the time that I'm thinking of, because that was the last time of before I had you know met my wife. Sydney came in the picture, all that stuff. Um, so watching it at that time in twenty ten, that was the way you consumed it. There wasn't a whole, there wasn't a very big social media, whatever. There wasn't a very big push on YouTube. Small. Was around then, but it wasn't a big huge thing. Um, 2021's different, and people consume stuff in a different way. Um, but people that want to go, people that are wrestling fans are gonna go out of their way to get the content that they want, however, they do it. It may not be in front of the TV, it may they may choose to watch something else on Monday night and just uh take a peek at other things or or take a peek at uh you know fast forward to D V
0: R and whatnot. Um yeah, I I just think this is gonna be a one of those we are gonna have to agree to disagree on here. And I, again I agree with a lot of your points. You and Chris both. I, I get it, but I think if WWE was putting out a product that everyone wanted to watch week in and week out, that they would watch it. I just don't think they do. I think they, they explore other mediums to get smaller bites of it where they get the highlights and they, they go about their day. Um, if it was must-see television, then they would they would watch it.
1: It's very hard for anything nowadays to be must-see television.
0: Even TV shows, I think. I I disagree slightly. Um, I think, again, you know, my situation is different than yours and Chris's, but I will watch Dynamite and NXT every week. It might take me till Saturday to get through it, but I do it. You know, I might watch it a half hour at a time, but I make sure that I, I take in both shows because it's something that I look forward to every week. Raw SmackDown, I don't look forward to either show. I, I I can watch a YouTube video where they describe what happens and be perfectly content with that. Or not even at all. Just watch the pay-per-view and they'll, they'll recap it for me in 30 seconds. Because I know I'm going to see the same match I saw two weeks ago.
1: What would you say is the last television show that had to absolutely be must see sit down and watch it the debut of the debut of it the premiere episode of it and not watch
0: it on dvr uh for me yeah probably probably the office 2006 2007
2: okay what do you
1: think chris because I think I know your answer.
2: You think you know my
1: answer. I think I know your answer.
0: It, it came out last Saturday morning. It was uh, whatever variation of the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a, uh a the last or-
2: show that I had to watch like the night of. Absolutely. Hmm... I mean, there were a couple shows that I liked watching a night of, but I don't anymore. So I don't know. Well,
1: wouldn't wouldn't your answer be uh, Game of Thrones?
2: Game of Thrones was one of them, but I never I, I never something. finished Game of Thrones. I never finished it, but that was like oh, yeah. I never finished it. I, that was on, it. Huh?
1: I said I didn't know you didn't finish it.
2: Again, it was one of those things where we didn't have cable, like we didn't have HBO when yeah. me and Kara started living together. So yeah. when me and Kara started living together. I stopped watching Game of Thrones. And <laughs>
0: you, couldn't, you couldn't call Cody up. You couldn't give you the password. What happened?
2: I tried. He wouldn't. He was would like, "All right, yeah, yeah, I got you." And then he never sent it to me. So I just Damn. like got t- I got like tired of asking and just like, oh, guess I'm not watching Game of Thrones anymore. Oh, okay. Um. I mean, there were a bunch of shows. There were a bunch of shows. I'm a big like TV guy, so like all the shows I watched, I watched like, like, um, so uh, you know, Game of Thrones was one of them. Uh, Gotham, when Gotham was on, I watched that every night when it came on. The Flash, watched that every night when it came on.
0: Also got terrible.
2: Um, This is us. That was a show. That show, Kara got me into it. It's so good. Um, what else? Grey's Anatomy. Would I would to say Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. I have to shut shit down. Like it's Thursday. It's eight o'clock. Grey's Anatomy on. Gotta watch it. Warren knows this because his wife watches Grey's Anatomy. Me and her talk. She loves it. Grey's Anatomy. We talk about it all the time. Oh my god! Did you see this episode? I out of see.
1: out of all of the shows that my wife watches, and she loves crime shows. She loves. Medical dramas. Uh, we both have uh, really knee deep into married at first sight. Um, I got you on that. On uh, Married at First Sight? Absolutely not. Yes, I did. I got you on Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight?
2: I was watching Married at First Sight uh, way before you uh,
1: because the person that told me about Married at First Sight, no,
2: Look,
1: no, me. no, no, it wasn't. My remember Daniel, who I used to work with up at uh at Marilac? Uh-huh put me on to tiny house <laughs> okay tiny house was on the diy network and also on the diy network at that time was a show married at first sight and mm-hmm. that's how i found it wow. you put me on to love island yeah love island was good um it was insane but The only show circling back the only show that my wife watches that i can't stand but I am a good husband, and if it is on TV, I try to be engaged. Ask questions about it. Is Grayson Adam? Can't a great show. It's a great show. Can't do it. It's so good. The the drama is whatever. It's it's what a show is supposed to be. Now I don't really mind the drama. The drama is probably the best part. The medical stuff, like I don't need to see somebody's guts on the table.
2: <laughs> Great. You didn't watch ER? It's the same. No, it's same? No. You didn't like ER? Really? I never, I never saw an episode of ER. Oh, you're missing out. ER was good too. There was a I got I got real big into ER because
0: Chris, 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 Chris. Huh. We we have gone off the rails and uh we're an hour and nine minutes in. Oh, okay. So we're, we're gonna go ahead and uh, cut it here on the weird ER George Clooney. Kind of talk.
1: So well, no. Well, my point, my point was there are a lot of things. There there are very few things that people are going to go out of their way and big shows that they're going to go out of way to make sure that they watch appointment television, especially now. And I think wrestling is included in that. There's there's fewer people that are making it appointment television now, whether it's time that they have or the quality of the actual shows. Uh that are making wrestling where it's not appointment television. But if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to find that appointment television and wrestling in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's for me and you, Pilch, it's and it, for me, it's NXT. For you, it's dynamite and NXT. But and I'm gonna make sure and go out of my way to pay that I pay attention to what's going on in New Japan. Um, and a passing interest and impact. But so sitting I, in front of the TV for sitting in front of the TV for raw SmackDown, eh, not so much.
0: I agree with your point, and I'm going to leave this, this question open-ended, and I don't want you guys to answer it, but do you consider wrestling appointment-based television, or do you consider it in the same vein as live sports? Yes. And I'm going to leave it open-ended, so don't I think, answer that, I think that's, Chris. Yeah, no, I think that's that's the question. That's the question. That's a great question, and uh, you know, if it keeps people up at night, that's the point of this podcast, so.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, they keep us up at uh, night, up at night, or the 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 Triple R podcast fans up at night.
0: The the fans, not not you two. I don't. Oh. You, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> though, going Anyhow, deep. In, deep into we're the gonna night. We're, we're gonna cut it here on this uh you know unstructured version of Pilch hosts the pre show. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank both of you for joining me as always and uh when you see us again it'll be sunday we're going to be watching halloween havoc 1997 uh before we get there though i do want to give all of our uh i call them the plugs i know you guys call them the particulars i like the plugs. so if you could please follow us on instagram at triple r pod uh you can find us on facebook at triple r pod uh warren do you know where you can find us on twitter
1: Twitter is at, uh, it looks like it says triple R pod.
0: Bingo. So go follow us on Twitter at triple R pod. Our website is www.triple And if you're feeling a little frisky, just send us an email. Somebody it's was feeling real. Triple R podcast at gmail.com. And as always for, uh, Chris and Warren, my name is Pilch. We will see you guys on Sunday. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, thanks for listening.